is Sam, and I am on the phone today with one of our 97X Barbecue artists, Grandson. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for asking. I'm so excited for uh, for next weekend. I know. We're really excited to have you. Um, you played NBT for us in December, and it's probably still one of the most talked about performances of that day. And your side stage you did with us, the acoustic, I mean, we were just blown away. So we're mm. really excited to have you back. Yeah, it was a really special moment for me as an artist. I feel like I'm kind of always seeking a, a sense of arrival in so many ways. And I try and put that in my music. And when I came to the the show in December with you guys and to see how many people came to our performance, which was relatively early in the day, and how many people came to the acoustic show, we had a moment where I played Blood Water Acoustic and everyone was singing along and I got kind of choked up. I couldn't finish and everyone was singing along. And it was as close a feeling to that place of arrival that, that I've felt on stage before. So I, I, I really am looking forward to coming back. Well, that really just, you know, it means so much to us that we could be a part of those moments for you. We take a lot of pride that we can bring artists like you to our shows and play your music. So I'm sure this Saturday is going to be just as special. Florida don't play. We do not. That's for sure. Um, so you just released your second EP in February. It's been about a year since the first one. What are some other moments besides maybe that one on this journey that have been kind of just like, wow, aha moments for you? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's been a lot of them, like getting to do a sold out headline tour in the fall, in the winter was really cool. Um, playing on late night television was cool. There, there have been a lot of moments where I feel like I'm checking certain bucket list opportunities that every kid kind of dreams of when they first start a band or something. But the biggest moment that I've felt is really in relation to who was on the other side of this. So when we get to play shows and meet people and hear their stories of how they're working through whatever it is they're working through in their life um, and how they're using um, the music that I'm making to help them through that stuff that they're going through, that's the, that's the stuff that sticks with me, the expressions of um, resistance or resilience um, that that my music is really made to support. Like, I really feel like I'm just a vessel of a certain message and a service to make things a little bit easier for someone else out there. So it's really just talking to the kids, talking to the fans, talking to the grandkids that that give me the, the most powerful sense of like, wow, this has been a, a crazy year. Yeah. And, you know, your music really, I love just the the idea of we live in a time where of course everything is politically charged but on the opposite end of that we're also very surface everyone's on their phone and it's really easy to push things aside and kind of get wrapped in your instagram or whatever it is and i think it's cool to have an artist like you really pushing people to remember to be excited about whatever cause you have to be passionate about. I, I know I was reading a little bit about like the XX resistance and kind of remembering to be passionate about things like that. And I think it's important with role models like you to kind of make it happen. Cool. Thank you so much. Sam. I really appreciate that. And I really do think that I think that because it's such an oversaturated time um, where you see what's going on on the news and it feels like the planet's on fire. 
it's easy to feel overwhelmed and it's from that place of feeling overwhelmed where there is inaction mm-hmm. where you can get apathetic or nihilistic about what's going on so what i'm trying to do is just give people a feeling of empowerment and a feeling of agency um, in their life through the music that that we get to sing together when when you guys come to a show or whatever it is when when it comes on on your commute to work i want you to feel like um you can run through a brick wall or take on that coworker that's giving you a hard time or even take on the president of the united states sometimes Mm-hmm. It's really just giving people the power back and making it as easy as possible for them to feel like they're a part of the solution and not the problem. So trying to use the XX Resistance platform um, to connect people with local community organizers or grassroots um, initiatives, shining a light on people doing that work in your community so that you can feel like the path to um, doing something about the things that upset you is not as big and scary as it might seem. Right. Um, those are the things that I think make it worth doing. And I think that that's what alternative music and rock music are all about and have always been about. Mm-hmm. And it seems to, I mean, you have such a great platform because you do have, like you said, the grandkids. Uh, what what was it like when you first realized that that name was kind of taking off, that you had your own kind of fan base and you're following? You know, there's the 21 Pilots with the click, but like <laughs> you have the grandkids and that's such a cool thing. Yeah, they kind of started it themselves as I think any it has to come from that. You can't really give yourself a nickname or, or force it onto anybody or else it doesn't stick. But um, it was cool. I, I think that rock fans and alternative fans, um, more so than other genres of music, they, it, being a part of a fan base, it, there's a certain sense of community and togetherness that I think that alternative music represents. A lot of people come to the kind of music that we make um, looking for a sense of community, looking for a, a, a sense of um, camaraderie or being a part of something bigger than themselves. And so I think having a sort of identity, having a name or an aesthetic that you can latch on to, I think that's a big part of rock music. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's definitely pretty sweet to, to watch that happening around what I'm doing. But I just am trying to put my head down and keep getting better at writing the songs, at putting on a performance and let this thing grow around me as opposed to really taking my foot off the gas and reflecting on it much. Absolutely. And and you're really still great at kind of interacting with your fans on Twitter, which, you know, a lot of bands eventually they, they get to this level where, where you don't see as much. And I, and I look almost every time I talk to somebody, I look back at, you know, the last 10 or 12 tweets and you're interactive to almost a hilarious point. Like I was dying over, I guess in North Carolina, you had a show that was rained out for weather and Somebody asked you what was going on, and you said, I don't know, going to drink and yell at the sky until I know information. And yeah. I think it's great that you're, yeah, you know, still I, involved. Yeah, I think that it, I want people to feel like there a certain amount of intimacy here because on my end, there is. I don't like feeling like I'm in some sort of ivory tower or, or glass bubble. I want to feel like a part of this community as much as the driving force behind it. And what people connect with um, when they're a fan of an artist is that artist's life. I might not have a very gossip-worthy, like, tabloid, scandalous, I don't know. You got cat pictures, though. (laughs) 
exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I'm more low key than that. But what I will give people is parts of myself. I try and be um, vulnerable and intimate and conversational um, so that it's not a just um, like a PR firm artificially creating this relationship that we share. I'm genuinely really grateful when fans reach out or if we can sell tickets for a show. Like it's it's not lost on me how lucky I am to, to share these things. And when there is a win for this for this community when when the show sells out or when we get to play bigger rooms or whatever i want everyone to feel proud of that because it wouldn't happen without without the work being done to share it with your friends and like you know bring it with you to your high school or when you rock the merch proud and and you're starting these conversations that's the only way this thing's going to happen it's the only way it's ever happened for an artist mm-hmm. and there's not a ton i can really do about that you know i i can try and make myself as available for you guys at the radio station as possible and do as many interviews and pay for as many advertisements but Ultimately, if it's going to be anything real, it has to come from the audience. So I'm just, I try and give them more of myself um, out of gratitude. And it definitely shows through and, and it shows through, you know, you're such a talented songwriter. I know that's where you kind of started. How did that feel? Was there like one moment that happened where you realized like, I am not doing what I was meant to do by writing for other people. Like I need to write what I want to say. That's a great question. I, I don't really share this story much, but I was working on an artist project at the time that I hadn't really put any music out for. And it was originally much more irreverent and more of like a party. I was making music. Um, I saw this video. It was kind of like uh, a hip hop song and I wanted to make a, a, a version of it, but we couldn't clear sample. I was basically in a writing session and my sole objective was to copy this song as closely as possible without being able to get sued for copying the song, basically. And it felt so abstracted from any real sense of purpose, any meaning. And the people in the room with me were trying to get me to keep going when I expressed feeling discouraged or tired. And I remember feeling like a little bit of an anxiety attack in that moment, realizing how far I felt from from why I first started becoming a fan of music. This wasn't what I was sitting in my room uh, listening to when I was a kid. This wasn't what made me, you know, cry at a concert when I was in college. And so I remember feeling that and reminding myself that I never want to feel that again. And and it was from that place, which was the end of 2015, that I was really more ready to take take a shot at making what would become grandson. Because for me, I felt like even if nobody listens to this music and nobody cares, at least I'll be able to hold my head high and and know that I stood for something and that Mm -hmm. I I stayed true to what I cared about instead of just trying to make some other artist happy or make a record label happy. Because there's, like I said, there's just no real sense of arrival anywhere. Even if you do get a bunch of plays online or a bunch of followers, it's so volatile and it's so relative that you'll never be able to really hang your hat for very long, at least on any 
on anything that anyone else gives you. Whatever it is that you're chasing has to come from inside you. So, so yeah, I look back on that moment as one of the big catalysts that led me here. Well, I mean, you have we all go through these horrible or not great times and end up where we're supposed to be. And I'm glad you are where you are because you're making amazing music and we love it. And we're really, really excited uh, to see you again this Saturday. Thank you so, so much for the time. And I promise I will, uh, weather permitting, give as much of myself to this show (laughs) as I possibly can. Well, we've been looking last year for this show. It did rain, but I see nothing but the little sunshine emojis right now on Saturday. So I think we're going to be good. (laughs) Let's go. Let's bring the sunshine. Knock on wood. Yeah. And last time we had you here, I remember we let you held a, held a, hold a skunk, but I don't think we have skunks. I'm sorry to say. <laughs> oh, man, you got to bring that back. That was definitely one of the weirder <laughs> activations that I've done yeah. backstage. I'm available for all puppy petting, dog <laughs> scratching, tarantula holding. I, I love I love doing stuff like that. It's, it's uh, It makes it feel a little less... Um, corporate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We like you to know, make you feel comfortable. Doing the, doing the random stuff. <laughs> yeah. We have the skunks, but I think they're on the uh, listener side. I think that the, we put them out so everybody else can hold I them. <laughs> I, might have, I might have to steal one and, and bring bring one on the Europe tour. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much again. And we cannot wait for uh, 97X Barbecue. My pleasure. I can't wait for the 97X Barbecue either. And I'll, I'll see you this weekend. Get your tickets.